This is The Converse, an apostolic tabernacle podcast all about sharing the truth of God's Word. In this podcast, you will hear sermons, panel discussions, and much more. If you would like more information about this ministry or would like to plan your visit, go to atwilmington.com. For now, enjoy your time on The Converse. Mark chapter 8, verse 22 through 26. And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand, and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes, he put his hands upon him. He asked him if he saw aught. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After that, he put his, put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. And he was restored and saw every man clearly. Verse 26, and he sent him away to his house, saying, neither go into the town nor tell it to any in the town. And I have for a topic tonight, a second touch, a second touch. And uh, let's pray once more uh, over the word tonight and over the remainder of the service. Father, we do love you. God, we honor you tonight. We humble ourselves before you tonight. God, we want you to move in a mighty way. Touch every heart. Touch every mind. Meet every need, God. Just have your way in this place. Anoint me, God. Use me as a vessel of honor unto you, not for my glory, but for your glory, God. Give us listening ears, God, to hear your word, to hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church at this hour. God, we're so thankful for your spirit. We're thankful for your presence. We're thankful for your word tonight. And we give you praise and glory for all things. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. One of the things that's uh, very common for some of us as you get a little older, you start to find out your eyesight starts to fade a little bit. And um, I recall when my eyesight first started to go away, I always thought it was something in my eye. I would start to rub my eye thinking maybe it was just something in my eye, the reason I couldn't see the way I could normally see. But that wasn't the case. I had to, you know, as you know, go to the eye doctor, the optometrist, or whatever. They give me the prescription, gave me my glasses, and um, able to see a whole lot clearer and a whole lot better. Can anybody say glass, with glasses say amen? So I always tell the young people, I said, be thankful for your eyesight every day. Say, Lord, I thank you for my eyesight that I can see clearly. In our scripture text this evening, we read about a man who also had a, a seeing problem, a sight problem. His, of course, was a lot more severe. He was blind. And the Bible says of this blind man, he says, the Bible says that Jesus took this blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. He spit on his eyes, laid his hands on him. You know, Jesus was very intentional in his actions. Everything that he did was for a reason and a purpose. So he spit on his eyes, he laid his hands on him, and he asked the man, can you see? Or do you see anything? And something that got my attention in this, in this passage of Scripture was the fact that after the first touch, the man could see. He could see. After the first touch, he could see. He couldn't see well, but he could see. And I thought about the fact that he could have, when Jesus asked the question, can you see, the man could have said, yes, thank you for my healing, and went on his way, but he didn't do that. Je- the man told Jesus about his condition. So instead of responding with the yeah or nay, he told Jesus about his condition. And, um, you know, sometimes we can come to the altar and we may get a little touch, but that's not all that God has for us. God has more than just a little touch. God has great things in store for us that we would just wait on him to give us that second touch. And so the man, he, he replies with the condition of his sight. 
I'm sure the man had heard a lot about Jesus. You know, Jesus was famous for all the miracles that he performed, all the wonderful things that he had done. And the man knew that this man, that Jesus was the man that walked on water. Jesus was the man that turned water into wine. Jesus was the man that un- unstopped deaf ears. Jesus was the man that done all these great miracles. And we find that the man maybe in that situation was a little, maybe, and it's just me thinking, that maybe he was a little uh, disappointed. Maybe he was a little disappointed when he, when he opened his eyes. He didn't really, he didn't see clearly, but he could see a little bit. And maybe you know how it is. And maybe he didn't want to, you know, voice his, 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 um, his dissatisfaction with Jesus, but maybe he was like us. You know, sometimes during Christmas you get a gift. Somebody gives you a gift you really don't like. You know, you don't want to, you know, act like you're not ungrateful, so you just kind of take the gift, you know, on the inside, like, I really don't want this gift. It's not what I expected, right? It's not what I was expecting. You know, we know about Jesus. I'm sure the man was thinking, it's not what I was expecting. But he responded, he said, I see men walking is trees. And, you know, it's like, hey, you know, that's, that's better than what I had before. But I don't think this is what you, what you have for me. And you have to understand that Jesus didn't leave this man in that condition. Jesus didn't leave this man with blurry sight. But Jesus went ahead and he touched him again. He touched him again. Jesus is not, is not in doing anything partially. Whatever Jesus does, he wants to do it completely in your life. Whenever Jesus saves you, he wants to do it completely. Whenever he delivers you, he wants to give you a complete deliverance in your life. And so he says, I see men walking as, as trees. Like I said, he was thankful. But, you know, he said, this isn't 2020 vision. He says, right now I got, you know, this is me adding, you know, just, just giving my little two cents or whatever. But right now I'm at 22,000 vision. Not very good. But he knew that Jesus was going to do a complete work because he, he, he heard about the things that Jesus had done before. And sometimes we settle for less than what God has ordained for us to have. Jesus never does anything halfway. But Jesus always wants to give us complete deliverance. And because Jesus was, is a merciful Savior, he put his hands on his eyes again. And the man was restored and saw every man clearly, the Bible says. We need the Lord to restore our vision. Like I said, as we get older, a natural thing is our vision begins to fade. And when you once can see clearly, now sometimes you may struggle to see clearly. And we have, what we have to do, we make that an appointment to go to the optometrist and have them look at your eyes, give you that prescription to fix that, that, that blurry vision, to fix your sight. And I believe in the same way spiritually, we have to make an appointment, a spiritual optometrist appointment to say that I need the Holy Ghost to give me clear vision. I need the Holy Ghost to give me the right vision. I need to see right. I'm not seeing right like I used to see. I'm not seeing clear like I used to see. I need the Holy Ghost to give me my vision back. I need the Holy Ghost to restore my vision again. I want to see clearly. You know, as I think about, you know, I, I can relate to this so much because when I, if I take my glasses off, I can't, I can't see your faces. I can't, I can't see your faces. It's a blurry sight. But when I put, it's almost like a breath of fresh air when I put my, my glasses on and I can see that's what it's like in the Holy Ghost. 
You know, you can walk around, you know, in sin. You can walk around just beaten down. But when you get a real move of the Holy Ghost, he'll give you your sight back. He'll allow you to see. He'll give you joy. He'll give you peace. He'll give you what you never knew you were missing. He'll give you things that you need the most. That's what the Holy Ghost will do. But when our spiritual sight begins to fade, you know, we don't see men clearly anymore. We're not seeing clearly. We see men as Republican or Democrat, vaccinated or unvaccinated, black or white, poor or rich. We see them as, as, as immigrant or non-immigrant, as Spanish. We see them in, in, in categories because we're not seeing clearly. But God came to save all mankind. God came to bring deliverance to the entire earth. And he's going to use us to do it. But we can't do it if we're distracted by other things. And we're not seeing men clearly. Distractions cause our sight to fade. Distractions. You know, there's a lot of, we, I could, we could talk for hours about all the distractions that are going on in the world today. I don't even want to get into it, but you know what I'm talking about. So many things, so many ways to divide God's people. And when you begin to, to give in to those type of lies, you can't see clearly anymore. And you forget why we're even here. He won't touch that. When you have blurred vision, the things that used to matter don't really matter anymore. You know, if I come to church, I come to church, if I pray, you know, it's not really, not that much of a priority. Reading God's word, you know, if I do it, I do it, if I don't. You know, we begin to put things that we used to put in priority, we begin to put them on the back burner. Because our sight is starting to fade, we're having blurry vision. And we need a second touch. And I'm not talking about the kind of touch that give you goosebumps for a moment and you, and, and you leave. You know, he may not give me to preach for a while, so excuse me, Pastor, but listen. And you leave and there's no change. It's an emotional thing that happens. And then you leave and there's no change. That's not the Holy Ghost that we preach. That's not the Holy Ghost that we preach. The Holy Ghost that we preach will completely transform your life, will renew your mind, will give you new vision, will give you clear vision, will uproot bitterness, will uproot envy, will uproot gossip, all of these things. That's the touch I'm talking about. You know, blurry vision, we're not seeing like we ought to see. After the man received a second touch, notice Jesus told him, don't go back to that town. When you have blurry vision, you end up in places where you shouldn't be. You end up going places you shouldn't go. You end up listening to the voices you shouldn't listen to. Now listen, I'm not preaching. I'm just preaching the word. You end up doing these things. 
because you're not seeing clearly. You're not seeing that when you do this, your children might fall. You're not, willing, you're not seeing the clear vision of the value of your walk with God and what you are in the kingdom of God. Of the purpose that God has for you. And so when you have blurry vision, you just live loosely. The standards that we may have had for ourselves, maybe we don't have them anymore because, hey, you know, it's just not a big deal anymore. It is a big deal. He told the man to go back there. And this, the anointing, this is why we need the anointing because it gives us that clear vision to walk in a dark place and know that God is going to deliver us to walk in places and know that God is going to bring us out. When you see clearly, you're not falling and being persuaded or dissuaded by the cunning devices of the enemy. But we see every man clearly. God's purpose for our life is not vague. He called us out of darkness into his marvelous light to be a light and to be a witness. And to see every man clearly, to see the intrinsic value of every soul. This is why we need a second touch. Because if we're honest with ourselves, we all can fall into a little bit of a malaise from time to time. Not realizing that God has a plan for us. That God has a purpose for us. Somebody needs to hear this tonight. That God has a purpose for you. That second touch is the Holy Ghost stirring in our soul, in our heart, getting our minds right, getting our thoughts right, getting our direction right, setting our feet aright. It's at an altar where we get the second touch. It's in a prayer closet. It's on our knees. It's with lifted hands. It's with lifted voices. It's crying out to God. And I promise you, anybody's a witness, know that when you cry out to him, he will answer you. When you call on him, he will answer you. When you really seek, the Bible says, seek and you shall what? Shall find, knock, and the door shall be opened unto you. We need that second touch to see clearly. Because when you see clearly, sacrifice isn't so hard. When you see clearly, obedience is, a, is an easy thing. When you see clearly, you're going to love everybody regardless of their category, regardless of their social status. You're going to love. The Holy Ghost makes you love everybody. Somebody don't believe. I said the Holy Ghost makes you love everybody. When you see clearly, it's an honor to serve. When I first came into the church, it was an honor to do anything. It was an honor, a privilege. 
And this is no, I mean, this is no exaggeration. This is not an under. If they asked me to, to clean the church, I was, yes, I get to clean the Lord's house. Somebody, do you believe what I'm telling you? I, it was a privilege. I get to, you mean, I, you mean you want me to usher? You want me to usher in God's house? Whoa, what a privilege. I'm not, I'm not worthy to do that, but I'm thankful. I get to drive a van and pick people up and bring them to church. Oh, what a glorious thing. Somebody get, see, I'm not, pre- I'm just preaching. I'm not preaching to anybody, please. I'm just telling you what I feel in my heart. When you see clearly, you don't want to have to beg you to worship. You don't have to get begged. I'm thankful. I'm like David. I'm glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I will enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. You don't have to prod me and push me. No, I'm ready to pray. I'm going to praise the Lord. Make no mistake about it. It is the Holy Ghost that gives us our sight. Because when the Holy Ghost comes in, it removes all the scales from your eyes. And the things you used to do, you don't want to do anymore. The way you used to talk, you don't even want to talk anymore. The way you used to treat people, you don't treat them that way anymore. Because the Holy Ghost has come in. And the anointing of God has equipped me to be able to live a life well-pleasing unto him. When I was blind and living in darkness, I wasn't thinking about worshiping God. I wasn't thinking about coming. I wasn't excited. I didn't even want to to come to God's house, let alone be excited. I'm excited to come to God's house. This is just a side note. I don't mean it. Listen, I'm excited to go to Sunday school. I love Sunday school. I love 10 a.m. every Sunday morning. I'm in Sunday school. I love Sunday school. Because I love God's word. And when you have clear vision, you begin to love these things. Nobody has to beg you. It's like, man, I, I, I get to, it's not that I have to go. I get to go. I get to worship. I get to praise. I get to hear the word, the word of the Lord. I get to do these things. What an honor. That's what clear vision will give you. A new perspective. When I got the Holy Ghost, when you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive sight. Never want to go back into the world. Never want to go back to living a life that I used to live. Never. Even when I think about it, it makes my stomach turn. Don't even want to imagine going back out into the world. Never. Because I know what God has done for me. I know what God has brought me from. I know how God has delivered me. I know, I know, I know, I know what God has done. It wasn't me. It wasn't my goodness. It wasn't my good works. Oh. Come on, I need a witness. When you know what God has done, you don't want to go back into the things that you used to do. You don't want to. You don't want to do it. After the first touch, the blind man, he saw men as trees. That's an improvement, but not, not what God wanted for him. 
So he touched him again. I don't know where you are in your walk with God tonight. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But if you have not obeyed the Acts 2.38 message, your vision is blurred. I'm not listening. You can have an experience with God. You can have, I'm not, I'm not denying that by no stretch. But if you have not obeyed the Acts 2.38 message, you're not seeing clearly. You must be born again of the water and of the spirit in order to see the kingdom of God. You must be born again. And not in generic titles, not in the formula, but in the only saving name, the name of Jesus. Only. Only the name of Jesus can save you. You must go down in a watery grave. And the Bible says you repent and baptize in Jesus' name. He said you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in another tongue. That's what God will do. That's what God can do. That's what God wants to do in your life. The blind man, like so many people, could have, he could have walked away. After the first touch, sometimes we come to the altar. I've seen it before. You know, people will come to the altar. Somebody will lay hands on them or pray for them. And it's like, oh, I never felt that before. That feels so good. But won't make the next step. Walk away with a, with a goose. The goosebumps won't save you. You need the Holy Ghost down on the inside. You need the Holy Ghost giving you restoration. You need the Holy Ghost to restore, revive, and stir up your spirit and stir up your heart. You need the Holy Ghost on the inside. He could have walked away, but he knew, he knew there was more. He knew this is, you know, I remember that many of you probably, the vast majority, you know my story came from Baptist church, was preaching there, all these good things, whatever. And I remember just being there saying, something is missing. I had a real relationship with God, genuine, and he changed my life. But I knew something was missing. And I came to an apostolic church and I heard that message. I heard him preach that message. And as soon as I heard it, I said, whoa, that's what I need to hear. That's what I need to do. I'm getting baptized in Jesus' name and I've never turned back since. That's what the Holy Ghost will do. But you have to acknowledge something is missing. This is the real, this is the truth of God's word. You can't deny it. Your religion can't deny it. Your doc, man, doctrine of man can't. I'm trying to preach, but I'm running out of breath. The doctrine of man can't deny the word of God. <laughs> or tonight, maybe you find yourself, maybe you've done all these things, but you know that your vision is not once what it was. The man, like I said, he could have said, yes, Jesus, I can see. And went about and kind of just like we do, sometimes just kind of feel our way through. We know 
the, the lingo, the verbiage, we know the, th- the, the things to say. God is good. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, just, and he just feel his way through for the rest of his life. But he said, no, Jesus. He said, I see men walking as trees. That's a distorted vision. And sometimes we can live for God and we know in our heart of hearts, and everybody has their own relationship with God, we know in our heart of hearts that we don't see the way we used to see. Again, I'm just, it's just, I'm just preaching the word, please. We know, and that's why we have to be honest. I know, and, and, and you know, maybe I'm not supposed to say this, I'm preaching or whatever, but listen, this whole COVID thing took us all for a spin. And if we're honest, this thing really just kind of, you know, we, we were, you know, I don't want to get into it. But you know what I'm saying? That's why we need a second touch. We all need a second touch. This world is messed up. And we got all kind of visions and, 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 and lies and voices and all this noise everywhere 24-7. We know that we don't see clearly as we stand tonight. Jesus, he didn't leave the man with blurred vision. He cared too much. He cared too much for this man to leave him that way. And I want someone to know tonight that he cares too much for you to leave you in your current state. The Bible says that he put his hands on him again and he was restored. Church, this is the God we serve. We had to get out of our selfishness, our pride, our ego, and understand God knew that our vision was going to get a little blurry from time to time. But he's the God of restoration. This is what he does. He restores. That which was lost, he gives. That which was stolen, he gives. He's, he, he is a restoration God. He's a God that restores. Anybody want God to put his hand on you again? Oh, his hand should have went up so fast. Every now and again, you feel like your head's kind of in the clouds. You don't know whether you're coming or you're going. But I don't know about you, and I'll be honest with you, I need another touch. Listen, I need a second touch. I need a touch from the Holy Ghost. I need the Holy Ghost to stir me in a way like I've never been stirred before. I need the Holy Ghost to move on my heart like he's never moved before. I need the Holy Ghost to move on my mind like he's never moved before. I need the Holy Ghost to give me a clear vision like he's never given before. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to visit us at atwilmington.com. We will see you next time on The Converse.